Blog Talk Radio. Diane Byrne, and today we're speaking with Kristen Cavallini-Sotil. She's the director of the American Yacht Institute. Based in Fort Lauderdale, the American Yacht Institute is a training facility teaching hopeful as well as current yacht crew how best to perform their jobs. It offers seminars on its own property as well as personal training on board the yachts themselves. A former yacht stewardess herself, Kristen knows a lot about the subject matter, but also with an advisory board comprised of yacht captains, brokers, and even yacht owners, The American Yacht Institute aims to set new standards for service, professionalism, and that all-important personal skill, etiquette. So let's get started. Kristen, thanks for joining us here on Mega Yacht News Radio today. Thank you for having me today, Diane. It's nice speaking with you. You too. Glad to have you. Let's talk about your background. Um, You know, since your background as a yacht stewardess is definitely directly related to your experience with the American Yacht Institute, why don't you tell us, what it was like when you were a crew member and, and the things that you learned. I was a crew member back in the 80s, um, about mid-80s. I was actually from Ohio, came down to run a music store here, and just didn't get along with that retail in Florida, and was walking down the dock one day and pretty much got offered a job on the spot, had no idea what the captain was talking about, had no idea there was such an industry. Etc. Went on board a little cautiously because, of course, we're raised with not speaking to strangers and all that kind of thing. And uh, I, I was dumbfounded when I walked aboard. It was so pretty. It was so classy. It was so everything. And, and I took the job immediately, not knowing what I was doing at all. Um, he gave me the captain gave me the rundown of the job, and I spent the next two and a half to three years on board uh, two different yachts primarily. But what I did there, because there were no schools in America, at least, to teach silver service and all the stewardess courses, the in- interior uh, crew courses, I had to wing it. <laughs> so I spent every night reading Amy Vanderbilt and Emily Post and anything else I could get my hands on um, to be prepared for the next day when the guests would come aboard and, oh, who do I treat first? Who do I serve first? How do I do this? I could set a table, but that was about it. So. Right. When the school was developed, I was absolutely thrilled because it's just what the interior crew needs, and all crew, quite frankly. Right, right, definitely. So then what made you decide to join the staff of the American Yacht Institute, and and when was that? I joined the staff in um, April Fool's Day of 2003. (laughs) That's a great day. (laughs) Um, Little anecdote, I showed up in Florida on April Fool's Day of 1983. Wow. It was a new life, et cetera. Um, I came in, I had worked aboard for a few years, and then I came on land, and I worked for just about everybody up and down Southeast 17th Street in Fort Lauderdale. And I became the resident computer nerd, shall we say. And I was I was teaching people how to use software. And I was working in different charter broker, builder, broker offices, uh, fixing up their systems and, and getting everybody situated. And there was a, a broker bought the, 
the school from Donna McBride. Donna McBride is the founder, by the way, and thank goodness she did it. Um, she did it for about 10 years, and then she sold it to this broker who handled the, the school for about six months. Well, anyway, she had called me in to run the computer systems, and six months later I owned it. So, and the rest is history, and I haven't <laughs> <Right>. stopped since. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, I know when the Institute opened its doors, the goal was to teach Yakru, you know, what you were just referring to before, silver service, you know, how to set the tables and properly serve meals and, and generally attend to the owners and guests. Um, but these days there are even more broader uh, skills being taught, including um, on-deck skills. So what spurred the decision to do that? Well, we started with silver service because when I was on board, all I heard was how great the crew in Europe were, and they were, uh, how they could all do silver service, et cetera. So that was where we, we, the idea of the school, and it was Donna who started it, but we were all of the same mind, uh, bringing something to this, this to the, like this to the fore. But when crew started coming in for the silver service, I, having worked for builders, too, realized that they need interior detailing, um, one swipe on on teak with with alcohol or something could ruin it, or or on a gla on a gold mirror, or or just anything. So we added the the detailing next, and then realized also again thinking back to our own experiences, I was on deck a lot as a stew. I did all the interior detailing, et cetera. But when we were when we were docking, I was on deck. When we were in a fog, I was on deck. So stewardesses also needed to know some other things. Um, how to hold a fender, how to throw a line. Uh, I almost had um, the engineer on our boat back in 1986 when I successfully threw, threw a line uphill uh, in the Hudson River uh, to the dock master. The engineer fell off the back of the boat. He was so <laughs> <laughs> And I felt special. <laughs> right. So that really, I, I realized how important those kind of things are because it builds a camaraderie and it, it's cross-training. Um, Cross-training is critical for teamwork, and teamwork on a yacht is critical because no matter how big a yacht is and no matter how many crew are on board, the yacht gets very small, the crew, gets, the space gets very small, and you need to learn how to work together well. So learning different parts of the, the system on board uh, adds to that whole scenario. Right, right. So do you think these are the things that set the American Yacht Institute apart from other organizations that are teaching basic crew skills, or is there more also that you think sets you apart? I think there's a little bit more. First of all, I'm probably one of the most altruistic, obnoxiously so, people you will ever meet, and I want to see this industry stay. And I think the so attitude is key, and you've read it in all the headlines too. Um, people having difficulty with crew attitude supposedly, and that goes both ways. The crew don't always understand what's going on, so they may not have the proper attitude. And in something so, so high end as yachting, the 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 whole point of yachting is the yacht owner, the yacht guest, um, making sure these people who are spending their disposable cash are enjoying their adventure on board these yachts. So we really work on attitude, and we really work on, um, well, standing up straight, posture, things, body mechanics, uh, making sure someone who has to work 14 hours a day makes it through and is still healthy at the end of the day and not exa totally exhausted. So um, I think we add uh, a warmth to classes. In fact, as 
our students leave, we'd laughingly say, we've adopted you now, and you're going nowhere. We'll follow you. We'll haunt you everywhere. We'll know what you're doing. But we take a personal care, is what I'm trying to say, in our students. Not that the other schools don't, but because we're, we're intimately involved with the, the side of yachting that is really the front line, the interior yacht crew who are next to all the guests aboard, um, they are the ones who can make or break the whole, the whole adventure, regardless of how good the, the captain drives the boat or how good the deckhands handle the, the, the work outside or maneuvering all the toys. Uh, if the interior crew dump wine on somebody or are rude or are just obnoxious to be around. So we work on that <laughs> a lot, and I think that puts us a, um, uh, ahead of others with the service end. I have a really big background in customer service. Uh, again, <laughs> almost disgustingly so. Please and thank you always, I believe in. Uh, not thank you, no problem. <laughs> I want right. those kind of things. So we add some of those old world nuances that kids don't learn today, and we have updated it as well. We listen. That's our big thing. That's the biggest thing. We listen to the to the industry and find out what is truly needed. And the attitude is a big one right now. Making sure the proper attitude is there, and then the skills follow. Um, the skills anybody can learn. Really, um, you could learn them technically from a book, but. I don't know about anyone else. I'd rather have somebody show me. Right. <laughs> so, right. so those are the things. We, we've listened to the industry. we brought in more hands-on for the service skills. I think that's necessary. And we're doing some fun little things that just even top it off. Good, good. And let's talk about some of the classes. Um, what are the most popular ones, and, and what do they involve? Well, our, our benchmark is silver service, of course, and that would be the Russian, French, and plate service body mechanics how to walk around a table invisibly, um, treating, I mean, the, the dinner is about conversation, so we really focus on silver service. Um, that seems to be the one everybody takes. If, if nothing else, it's a single-day class. However, I recommend highly, um, and, and those who take it have the best time, the cleaning day. The cleaning day is perfect. You get little tips. Uh, it's called interior detailing, uh, valet services, laundry, etc. We cover everything, tray services, and it really gives you that little edge above others who have just taken silver service. And then we round out that three-day course with the bartending, flower arranging, and we're really fortunate now to have um, a, a professional florist come in on Friday mornings, which we do every other Friday. Uh, Watermill Flowers is now doing our classes on flowers, uh, flower arranging, and they're about to start. We're going to put on an eight-hour day. <laughs> Um, pretty soon for certificate, et cetera, hands-on. And so we're doing things like that. The, that three-day course called the Steward Stewardess Master Course is probably the most popular altogether as a package. I personally like the five-day. It's everything you ever wanted to know about yachting, and we start out with rules and attitude. And that's probably the most critical day of all as far as I'm concerned, especially for new people, but even people who've been in the industry for a little bit and didn't take such things as, international protocol, um, con general conduct, uh, general rules of conduct on board. There are many. Uh, many people don't know how to live together, and so we teach all about that. We do professional um, presence, uh, body mechanics, again, in that light. Uh, we do yachting etiquette, resume writing, 
how to hold an interview, how to how to go to an interview. It's it's comprehensive beyond belief. It's who's who, what's what, everything to do with the the industry. We bring up the charter brokers, the yacht brokers, the builders, the whole scenario, and really try and orient people into this industry because it's magnificent, and we want them to understand that ahead of time. So that's our first day of a five day. The second day is basic seamanship. And I have an um, an English husband who happens to be a sailing instructor at times as well. Right now he's in the Middle East building a boat. But he taught me how to do a flying bowling the day I had to teach seamanship here. And that's been a really popular part of a class, too. Flying bowlings, all the different knots and fenders and lines, of course, are fun. But um, that one is, uh, we have a good time. We have one of our students from a three-day class, the three-day stewardess class, a few weeks ago coming back tomorrow just for seamanship so she can learn all the different bowlings and uh, clove hitches and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's our general curriculum. And then we add all the ancillary courses we have, um, we're now doing garnishing. We have the legal courses. Um, we have etiquette courses. We have a, a teacher who's come in from the Washington School of, uh, the Protocol School of Washington, and she works at the Art Institute as well, and she teaches etiquette in Spanish and English, um, which is helpful, dining etiquette. A lot of people don't know how to sit down to a table and eat, and I was lucky enough to grow up in a family that set the table, and we all ate together every night. But I was out one day for a demonstration lunch and had a Hollywood producer sit down next to me, find out that I was in an etiquette school, uh, that I owned an etiquette school, and he wouldn't pick up his utensils and eat. And I finally mm. figured out what was wrong. I had to sit there with my elbows on the table the, the whole time he ate so he wouldn't <laughs> feel uncomfortable because etiquette isn't supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. It's supposed to make you feel special and comfortable and on the same um, playing ground. So. Right, right, definitely. That's interesting. You know, it's funny. I When I was in high school, Excuse me, I'm losing my voice here. When I was in high school, um, one of the classes we were taught actually was manners. Yeah. And, you know, when you're 13 years old, you think manners, oh, and you roll your eyes, and you think, who the heck <laughs> needs to know where a soup spoon goes, where a salad fork goes? Even the fact that these things are called soup spoons and salad forks as opposed to just regular spoons and forks. But years later, after college, I was at a black tie, my first big black tie function for a business situation and they had the formal place settings and I knew exactly what to do and I was looking around the table and it was very interesting to see people kind of out of the corner of their eyes looking at each other like which one do I pick up first you know uh-huh. <laughs> it, just you for know, anybody it, listening from the outside in <laughs> definitely definitely I thought wow I'm glad I paid attention in that class all those years ago you know you never know when you're going to run into that situation and that I mean that's how we feel at the school here with all the service you may or may not use silver service on board. You may be fixing picnics every night. But, mm-hmm. boy, if the queen shows up. <laughs> right, you're ready. <laughs> you're ready. You know how to do it. And that's the importance of it. It's amazing the con- the confidence level you had at that black tie, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. Totally? I mean, it was a completely different playing field. I felt so comfortable because at first you think, oh, you know, this is the first time I'm here. I don't know these people. You know, so you're running all these scenarios of conversations through right. your mind. and. You know, immediately I was comfortable because I knew which spoon to pick up. (laughs) (laughs) It's that simple. It really is. It's funny. It's really funny. Oh, cute. So that's where we're going, and we're adding a few technical classes, too. I don't want to jinx them, so I won't mention which ones first, but some really exciting ones. I'm really thrilled. Good, good, good. 
Well, you know, when I was looking at the different classes that you offer, there were a lot that I thought were really interesting. Um, you know, things like the bartending and wine and champagne skills definitely would be key for someone to know, and even tea service and things like that. Um, but there were two that really caught my eye, one of them being the stew provisioning and inventory. Why don't you describe that? Because I think a lot of the people who are listening might assume that that's something that's always within the chef's you know, realm of, of job duties. You know, everybody does, and it's, it's um, natural to think that, but it's amazing the provisioning that the stews have to do. If you think about it, they have to do all the bedding and all the towels and all the tablecloths and all the glasses and all the china <laughs> and on and on. And um, what we, we have three different sectors, and for the, we add the stew provisioning now at this point in with the chief stew course, which we've just enhanced a, a great deal. Um, we talk about... Um, how to provision for food, you may be helping the chef. The chef will, of course, call all the shots on, on that. But, again, you can help the chef providing um, uh, provisioning with food. Um, she'll give you the list, as she or he will give you the list. But you're going to have to get all the, the pieces for the bar, um, all the different bar utensils, all the um, obviously all the alcohol and all the wines, et cetera. You're, you, the biggest thing is getting organized and having inventories of everything. You get an inventory going the minute you get on board um, if, you, if there isn't one already there. So we teach about that, how to organize it all. We teach um, how to, uh, what the different terminology is, where to buy different things. We have books galore. We have things from um, all the, the different um, direct resource pages from um, the Caribbean, some of the different, well, crew life. We have um, yawning pages from England, and we have the um, pages, the Caribbean pages from crew life, at, or from, uh, I'm sorry, Andrew Bladder down in the Caribbean, and different source books that way that we pass out. We teach people about quality when they're picking out different things, uh, how to see the, the, like the crown on the bottom of the silverware, how to, to find where it's made of what, um, what to look at, what kind of um, provisions to buy for cleaning, et cetera. It just, I mean, I'm babbling now. Um, I could read the, the whole uh, deal. We teach quantity, how to provide for how many guests. If you have so many guests, you provide this much for how many days, et cetera. We, we teach them about ch- children's um, toys and menus and, and different things like that, nannies and bodyguards, making sure you have toiletries, et cetera, for everybody. Um, what foods are in season, we give them the master shopping list, quality, where and what. International terminology is a big thing. Um, we teach them to keep a log, whether it's on, preferably on a computer, but if they, they have to, if the computer goes down, have a book, have some pages as well. Um, how to store, uh, what kind of equipment they're going to need. It's a really big deal. So um, it's shopping. Right. <laughs> we teach them how to go shopping in a good way. Right, uh, different right. countries, how to be safe. I mean, we go over that if you're in other countries. We we go over that in every one of our days. But, you know, if you're out shopping two by two um, in other areas where you don't know the people or the land. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Good idea. You know, one of the other classes that definitely caught my attention, you touched on a couple minutes ago, it's the rules and attitude of yachting. You know, you you were talking about how teamwork is very important and how people need to learn to live together. You know, some of these these young people who are coming on board for the first time may never have had roommates, you know, siblings or or otherwise in their lifetime. What are some of the other things that it involves? 
Well, I'm, it's a day where we actually put forth a lot of philosophy. I grew, I grew up with a, a family of teachers, by the way, and my mother is, um, I could write an entire book on the phraseology she's given me. It's helped me through life. So we pass a lot of that on. One of my big ones is the golden rule. I think that's a, a lot of people have that. Um, another one is to thine own self be true, um, and, and that's key in getting along with people. And the third one, uh, main one, is walk a mile in the other man's shoes. So when you're living together, if you can treat other people as you would want to be treated, that helps. So we go through all those kind of things and, and tell yourself the truth. If you have conflict on board, um, be honest. You, know, you don't have time to really get caught into little what we would call in my town high school games and gossip and hurting each other because you have a bigger issue. So we really try to keep people focused on the bigger issue is Number one, the industry, and the people who keep the industry going are those who buy the yachts. And those who buy the yachts deserve, regardless of what kind of personality, good, bad, or indifferent, they provided us all with a job. One yacht provides how many people with a job? You keep your attitude focused on making sure they have the best possible time. So that's what we stress in this first day over and over and over again. I feel so lucky that I got picked off a dock to work on a yacht, and it's carried me into an industry I've, been, I've stayed in for 23 years now, 24 years, and have not been bored for even a minute <laughs> because it's so exciting, it's changing, et cetera. So that attitude thing in that first day primarily is what we keep pushing, the pr- professional presence. Um, you, you, going in for an interview, for example, you have only one chance to make a, a first impression. That's true in life, so we pass those things on. So make sure you know ahead of time that if you're going for an interview, look up the boat. See, do some research ahead of time. We're t- trying to teach people how to think mm-hmm. um, at the same time because I know it took me a long time to learn how to think. I could memorize anything, but um, to actually put it to use. So that whole day is about getting people to really absorb this industry. It's not about you, that kind of attitude. It's about those owners. We want to keep them happy. We want to keep them yacht- in yachting, and then, right. therefore, we'll all keep our jobs. So yeah. that. Um, the, <laughs> I'm really cut point. and dried there. <laughs> I want to keep my point. job, so I want yacht owners to be really happy. Right. <laughs> and right. guests, et cetera. So we go through the crew positions. We really do go, uh, go through rank and file. For example, we've just upgraded some of our general rules of conduct to include things such as the wheelhouse is sacred. <laughs> you do not hang out in the wheelhouse. Unless the captain has said you can. Things that people wouldn't know. Do not go in somebody else's purse, we all know, but don't go in someone else's room. We don't share toothbrushes. You know, different things Things that people may just not know. (laughs) We make sure we cover. And we do it in, I I mean, I'm making, I'm teasing right now. Well, I do that in class, too. (laughs) I never accuse you of anything I haven't done wrong to. (laughs) And I learned how to change that. (laughs) And we teach them things. If you break something, tell the captain right away. Right away, just, you know, get it over with. And if you're going to get fired, you'll get fired. And otherwise, usually the captain will go, oh, well, you shouldn't have done that. But um, they know how to take care of it. They So just really lessons on life is what we cover in that. But the conduct alone, it's fun. I, I, I make the class read it. We act it out. <laughs> it's um, privacy. The, um, the discretion factor. 
you don't talk about anybody, um, you know, on your boat anywhere else, period, whether that's crew or it's the yacht owners and guests. And a lot of people wouldn't know that. When you go out um, to a bar and you're finally off, you've worked your 22 hours that day and you get to go to a bar, don't wear the boat T-shirt just in case. You never know. Things like that. So um, I think that day one is critical. Um, we tell them who to listen to. <laughs> right, right. Captain is law, and you know, chef is law of the galley, engineer is law of the uh, engine room, and deck mate is law of the deck. So, you know, and likewise, chiefs do, et cetera, and how to work together and care about each other's tasks. Because I know when I was aboard, very often I wasn't aware as I'm carrying groceries in and dripping on the deck that the deck is just washed. Oops. Right. Yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> good, good. You know, one of the other advantages, I think, of the American Yacht Institute is the fact that you offer continuing education courses. Yes. And um, among the ones that I saw were legal seminars, which I think is a great idea. So why don't you briefly cover those and, and some of the, the topics that are touched on? Well, the the legal seminars, first of all, American Yacht Institute is really lucky, or we at American Yacht Institute are really lucky, because we've been approached by people such as Watermail Flowers for the floral uh, classes, and this was another example of an attorney coming to us who's entertaining, and he's an immigration attorney, basically, and a tax lawyer, too. Grew up with all that kind of thing. Entertaining speaker. I've had him speak at some of my seminars, and what he teaches crew about are B-1, B-2 visas, um, where you, what you have to do to be legal wherever you go, um, how to save your money at, legally, <laughs> et cetera. We go through, uh, he teaches a lot of the, the tax laws as well and, and advises people on that. His name's Eric Yankwit, and he's just, he's a lot of fun. I've had him at the, the Supiot seminars at Bahia Mar a couple years going, and he was so entertaining that the crew who had left for lunch, his time was during lunch, they came back in and ate their lunch while listening to him speak. So um, he gives important tips on just traveling around the world and, and how to stay out of trouble, basically, um, or stay within guidelines, and that goes for non-U.S. and U.S. crew alike. So that's an important one. We offer it, um, we, we go through series, like during season, we'll have a series of these classes come up and just see how they take, because I, I, I think that continuing education is important because I think when we stop learning, we go stupid. Anyway, that's a personal belief. Um, so keep learning, and the more you learn, um, it, whether it's massage therapy, um, it, it can be bead making. It can be almost anything. It's going to make you a little more valuable in some way. Uh, we're trying to offer those courses that I would like. Um, so that's why the legal course, for example, we ha and a couple more that are coming pretty soon. I can't wait to advertise them, uh, things that I'm I interested in. I've been trying to get yoga here for a long time, too, because I think that's another good relaxation um, type course that crew could come take. So I think it's keeping them engaged, keeping their minds working. And the, the other one, of course, is the Chiefs Do uh, certification course, which has some prerequisites to get the certification, but anybody can take the course. And it's management, and it's the provisioning. And it's those things to tie the whole picture together for you, because I don't know about anybody else who worked on yachts. It took me a while to get the 
I, I could do all the service, I could do all the cleaning, but to get the whole picture of where I can take this further, hmm, right. um, I think I'll take some more courses. And uh, we, we're, we're going to offer um, from time to time some cooking courses and, as I said, garnishing courses, all those little tidbits help you in, um, or help the, the potential crew member in their, um, for their repertoire, their, their little book of mm-hmm. tricks, et cetera. And also I just think it keeps you more interesting as a person. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we've got maybe about two minutes left, so um, I, I don't want us to run out of time before I find out from you. You know, it's really hard to talk about anything in relation to the ad industry these days without touching on the economy and how the weak economy has impacted everybody. So have you seen an impact as far as the number of interested yacht crew are concerned? Have you seen the numbers go down, or have you even seen them go up? You, I, I was listening to some of your podcasts yesterday, and I heard one of my favorite people say, well, the optimist of the industry. Well, here's another one. First of all, um, I am seeing a change in some of the boats being built. I, uh, there are boats being built and ordered, et cetera, which I tell the crew who come in here, we have seen an upswing in the crew because they're taking the time to learn more to make themselves a better commodity, um, and I don't mean that in a bad way, um, to give them that little edge over the next person coming along. I think the change here, everybody got a wake-up call with the economy. We've all you know, extended ourselves in one way or another. Etc. And I think the people who do have money and are buying yachts still have much of their money, I hope, um, but they're going to demand a little bit more perfectionism. I think that most people who are spending money now think about it first, and they want quality and value for the money they're spending. And the same thing is going to go with yacht owners. So I think the crew have already picked up on this. They're going to school. We had a bigger class this August, a couple classes this August than I've ever had. August, I mean, in Fort Lauderdale, is usually dead. And so we are seeing an upswing. And uh, I'm really excited about it because I think people are taking everything seriously and they are now learning to give true value for the dollar. And that's going to continue, I hope. Right, right. Well, definitely. I hope it continues as well. Kristen, thank you so much for your time today, and thanks for giving us some insight into the services you provide and, you know, how you're really helping owners and the management teams and the ACRA, obviously, themselves address a really important issue. Oh, thank you for having me. I wanted to get this word out, and you've made it possible. I appreciate you. Well, you're very welcome. Everyone, if you'd like to learn more about the American Yacht Institute, you can visit the website, which is www.americanyachtinstitute.com. Once again, this is Diane Burns, tuning in to Mega Yacht News Radio. To learn more about the Mega Yacht Market, you can read my daily blog, videos at www.megayachtnews.org.